0: I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. Hey, here we are again. It's the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. A Couple of things that I wanna point out for you. For those of you that have been following me, thank you very much, I do appreciate it. If you're new to this, start at the beginning of this year i walk through the process of strategic negotiation i give you some ideas i break down some of the processes that we go through whether consciously or unconsciously we are going through these processes in our negotiation if you go into a negotiation without a strategy you're at the mercy of circumstance, you're at the mercy of context, you may be at the mercy of somebody who came to the negotiation with a strategy. So make sure that you're clear, make sure that you have a good idea, make sure that you have a good strategy. It's, It's a long survey that I went through. It's a long process. So it starts at the beginning of the year, I think it takes 14 weeks, to get through, so 14 episodes of strategy in negotiation. If you haven't gone through that information, check it out. Check it out. I put a lot of thought into how to break it down so that it was easily digestible in a way that you can implement immediately. And subscribe, follow this podcast, like this podcast, I love to have new listeners. I love to have people share this to get the information out. I want to share this expertise. I want to share what I know. I want to share the ideas that I come to from breaking down the research that's out there today about negotiation. So spread this around. More people negotiating better is going to lead to better interactions better business, better relationships. It's just an overall better thing. This is not something to keep to yourself, to hide to yourself so that you have an advantage. That is not the approach that this is. This is an approach where if everyone works together, we all gain more. The old ideas are gone. We don't want leverage. We don't want power not leverage and power over other people. We want leverage and power so that we can benefit. Benefit all those involved in the negotiation. That includes benefiting yourself. Don't listen to this and think, oh, it's just about giving. It is. It's about giving so that you can get to your outcomes. Because this is... This is an important factor. I know that you have goals that you have to hit in your organizations. I have goals that I have to hit. I know that you have things that you have to achieve. I know that you have bills to pay, mortgages, car notes. I know that there are things that need to be achieved. This is just a better way to achieve those things. And so, I am going to unashamedly tell you that the idea for this week's podcast came while I was sitting in church on Sunday. And sometimes, sometimes the, uh, the sermon pokes me in a way that I think this is apropos to what we know about human interaction and i don't know that the pastor up front i don't know that he thinks about it in that way um, because he's thinking about human relationships for sure but i don't know that he was thinking business relationships when he gave the sermon on sunday pastor ryan if you were let me know if not know that this is what i got out of the sermon i know I, there there was there was some good stuff in there about jesus But there was also some good stuff in there about human relationships and how we can use our faith, use what we think in the world, and apply that in our human relationships. And so, right off the bat, you are going to see that in our interactions, we are colored, we are biased. our belief structure and if you think that you are not biased by your belief structure you are lying to yourself everyone is biased by their belief structure that belief structure comes from not just the religion that we follow not just the god that we worship but it also comes from our upbringing from our family from our ethnic background, from our circumstance, from our context, from the city that we grew up in, from the place that we grew up in, from the people that we grew up around, from the school that we went to, from the movies that we watch. All of that, all of that impacts you. So right now, think about it. Admit it to yourself, I am I am motivated. I'm impacted by the things that impacted me. And so for me, it was Sunday sitting in church. And we were talking about rules, which I think is a very interesting topic. We were talking about rules and the relationship and how without a relationship, the rules are meaningless. They are frustrating. They are a nuisance. Think about it. If you don't have a relationship with your family, then the rules in the household Are meaningless imagine you were plucked from your family when you were a child and you went maybe you were raised by ocelots i don't know you were raised somewhere else you were raised in some other circumstance and then at age i'm going to pick something easy age 17 you are dropped back into that family And you were raised in a very different circumstance with a very different set of rules. And suddenly you have to live with, well, here we all go to bed at 8.30. Here we all, everybody does their own dishes. Here everybody vacuums their own room. Here everybody does their own laundry. And you have come from a circumstance where there was a matriarch who Made sure that everybody ate well, and there was a patriarch who made sure that everything was clean, and you've come from a different circumstance, and now you have to live under these rules that say you do it for yourself. Well, that would be very difficult. In church, we talked about the rules that were given in the Bible, specifically the Ten Commandments, among other rules, but imagine that you don't share the faith that i have don't you're not a christian and some of you are not christians and that's you know uh, i'm not here to tell you i'm not here to proselytize or tell you to change but if you're not christian or imagine you're not christian and then you have no relationship with the god that i have a relationship with and you're given specific rules that say do this don't do this this is how we live these are things that we don't embrace that would make it really tough that would make it difficult to follow those rules if we don't have a relationship if we don't have an understanding of the background of where it comes from. And that's really what the relationship is. That relationship allows you to understand the background that dictates the rules. So let's bring this around to a negotiation. I oftentimes get very frustrated When I go through a semester and we talk a lot about the importance of sharing information, the importance of being honest in your negotiations, the importance of building up the other parties, the importance of making sure that the other parties are satisfied in their outcomes, and then we get to the end of the semester And there are always, and there are always, students who come to me and say, but in this instance, what I really want to do is beat the other party. In this instance, what I really want to do is dominate the other party. In this instance, what I really want to do is make sure that I win, they lose, I don't care about their outcomes. I don't care if they get anything out of this. I don't care how badly they're hurt in the negotiation as long as I get what I want. And it really frustrated me for a long time. But then, sitting in the pew on Sunday, it dawned on me, there's no relationship in negotiations that these students are describing if we don't have a relationship the rules of engagement are meaningless in our negotiations if i go into a negotiation with someone that i don't have a relationship with it's really easy to look at those rules and think i don't i don't need those i don't i don't care if you get an outcome i don't care if you're hurt i don't care if when we walk away from this You don't want to do business with me anymore. And it comes back to the lack of relationship. Imagine if you were negotiating with your spouse, you wouldn't treat them in the way that you treat some of the business people with whom you negotiate, where it's about my outcome alone and I don't care about your outcome. Imagine how long your marriage would last if you went to your spouse and you said, I don't really care. I don't really care about your outcome. I don't really care about how you feel about this. I don't really care if you want to continue to do business after this interaction. I don't care. I'm here to get my interests satisfied. I'm here to get my needs met. I'm here so that I win. Imagine how your kids would look at you if that's how you negotiated with them. You're going to take out the trash because I'm going to win. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's not how we interact with people with whom we have a relationship because within the relationship, we can understand, oh, there are some rules. And the rules are here so that everyone can benefit. The rules are here So that when we walk away and the meeting is done, the interaction is done, we walk away in a better position than we were when we walked in the door. So, I want you to think about how important each interaction is to building that relationship. If I'm negotiating with somebody for the first time, that's the first step in that relationship. And if I want it to be a profitable relationship, a profitable interaction, and I don't care if we're talking about business, if we're talking about personal, if we're talking about family, If you want the relationship to be positive and profitable, the initial interactions also need to be positive and profitable. We have to have interactions from the start that look like interactions of people that have an ongoing relationship. That's how we get to that higher level. That's how we can take our relationships and leverage them for gain. Leverage them for, and I don't mean in a nefarious way. I don't mean use people for your own gain. I mean use people for what they are. They are important integral parts of our interactions. They need to be treated that way so that we can take these interactions, leverage the interdependence, and get something together that we can't get without each other. The importance of that relationship is belied by the way that we that we ignore the rules at times. So think about this when you're thinking about the rules in your relationships. Embrace rules that you want the other party to embrace as well. And I know you're saying, oh, Chris, this sounds familiar. Yeah, it's the golden rule. Right, it's the thing that says, I'm gonna treat you in the way I want you to treat me. It's also game theoretic. We can go back to Axelrod and tit for tat. It says the same thing as the golden rule. But what we want to do is we wanna implement the rules at the beginning. I'm gonna treat you this way. In return, you treat me this way. And together, we'll take this relationship And we'll get more. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at MeyerNegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.